guys, so we have a very special episode for you today. Yeah, it's the live show. It's a recording of the live show we did with Faded Mates. Mm-hmm. With Sarah McLean and Jen Procroft at Jen Reads Romance on uh, Twitter. Um, we've been big fans of them for a super long time. We were so happy that they agreed to slum it with us for an evening. Uh, we had a lot of fun. Thank you so much to everyone who was uh, who watched the live show and who commented. It, it was so lovely and truly the best time. Hopefully we'll do another one uh, one day as well. But uh, without further ado, here it is. Everybody, welcome. I'm sort of running the numbers, right? Like I'm in charge of time. <laughs> yeah. As per usual, Jen's in charge of keeping us we, a pace. There needs to be one person who's like keeping on the clock and making sure we're doing what we should be doing at the right time. And Jen was like, me, it's going to be me. It's I'm Jen. like, let me do it, everybody. But <laughs> we're really here to, to talk. Well, please put your questions in the chat and or send them to the email and play bingo if you want to play along i think what our sarah you want to talk about we're going to maybe do a giveaway to people who ask questions yeah well i mean i happen to have a case of books here um <laughs> which i should have grabbed one before we started i have um i'll grab one later before and <laughs> i'm like stuck in my like I'm like squeezed behind a giant pile of books here none of which are the ones i need but i happen to have a new book out soon and uh, so I thought I'd give away five copies of the hardcover edition Ooh. of Daring and the Duke, which is a rare find. So it is. Ex- we're really excited about it. So I think U.S. only, though. But, you know, that's fine. Yeah, um, only because the e- the mail is coronavirus. Yes. yes it's impossible it's to get anything anywhere. Yeah. Let us just save you from yourselves. Um, Clayton. Hey. How are you tonight? <laughs> Good. How are you guys doing? Clayton's wearing merch. Rosé merch. Yep. My babe hat. It's backwards because I'm mirrored, but still. It's on. It's right for me. I can see it. Is it? It's yeah, so it's, it's right wrong for me, for me then. It's no. Yeah. We see you as you are meant to be seen. Oh, you that's so good. Oh, wow. I don't, I don't know yourself. if I like that. <laughs> don't describe me in detail, please. Clayton, do you always wear a hat during recording? This is like my big question. Is this like a... No, so like everybody who has, you know, hair stuff going on during this quarantine. So I shaved my head because I had long hair and I'm currently in an awkward phase. Mm -hmm. So I'm just hatting it up. Uh, That's what I'm doing right now. Like a middle schooler. Yes, (laughs) yes. Uh, Yeah, I'm going. Yeah, I've got actually, well, be too descriptive. But, you know, I've got a lot of the like extra on the back of the neck kind of thing Mm -hmm. going on. So I need... I need a little bit of grooming. It's hard to get back there myself. So, yeah, my that split was, butt. Yeah, yeah, I got a little bit. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm going for a rat tail, which is. I was is, gonna say, uh, just grow it out, so, be, braid it up. Yep, Bring I think that's the way to go. My split ends could sort of like be cut off my hair and perhaps form their own colony. <laughs> I feel like that's <laughs> that's where how it feels for me right now. Yeah, I've yes. gone like full. But there's, lion I mean, there's mane. worse things going on, obviously. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah. Truth. Well, it's uh, happening. Sarah, Here we are. Fear, I know you have a story you're going to tell us. We had a, I have a, we did a, we had a planning event because producer. We're going to just jump serious. right into my story. Yeah, producer Patty. It, I feel she like, is yeah. no joke. Erica better step if you it need up. Someone to pr- <laughs> yeah, Eric doesn't even need- have like a document editing software on his computer. I don't think. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, Patrick has edit. Google Doc, so I don't. I think Eric should have it's that. a Google I mean, Doc. I think his yeah, access to that one. Google. <laughs> is he cutting tape? Is he cutting tape? Is that how he edits your guys? Yes. <sighs> he does reels and reels. <laughs> we watched you guys. This is sort of okay. Here's like a little funny nerdy thing. So. Sarah and I occasionally, with our husbands, will, like, watch the same movie together. In different cities. And so, like, in different cities. And then we have, like, a group chat. And last week we watched Con Air. Oh, yes. (laughs) Because Eric had never seen it, which, I mean, what? Yeah. And I was like, I've only seen it a million times, but from, like, the middle, wherever it comes on when you come across it. And I completely forgotten the whole beginning part. And the thing, though, that's really funny is there's a part where there's a guy with, like, a wire. But it's an actual, like, a real to real like, tape. And I was like, Eric, what is that thing? <laughs> and mostly he was real quiet during the movie. And I think it's because he was like, you guys are crazy. This movie is not actually all that good. And I was like... <laughs> You're wrong. Things are blowing up. You're wrong. I was like, here, yeah, here. yeah. I've served him with divorce papers. It wasn't quarantine <laughs> that did it. It was his lack of appreciation for John Malkovich's, you know, really Sorry. tremendous dialogue. I mean, it's such a um, nuanced film. Sure. <laughs> I said, I sent Sarah a text during the film that suggested a future Duke of Cyrus. Oh, should be yeah. someone we should get to know. Because sure. I love a sociopath. So- so that's a great idea yeah, sociopath right? romance sure that's a thing sure. so that's your that's that's the next book <laughs> sure, and then sure let's just yes sociopath romance well i mean one might are there i'm sure there are some readers out there who are a little nervous about the book that's coming out on tuesday as it potentially being a sociopath romance but i think i pull it off <laughs> i don't think he's quite so please- quite so sociopathic as you are led to believe perhaps no you, i think you definitely do pull it off <laughs> well thanks um, but as as somebody who is always, do you do you find a lot of people always pitching you ideas for for scenes in your romance I novels? Mean, because I constantly do you it. You are you're very good at pitching ideas for romance novels. When I was a guest on Learning the Tropes, we had to the other day. I I texted Aaron, I think, and I was like, wait, I made a list, and I can't find the list of things that Clayton wanted in this new book. One of them was, was a like, dark, you wanted a black-haired heroine, which I am giving okay. you. Yes, yes. And you wanted... Mm-hmm. Oh, already check. I was like, I know what's coming next. Go, no. who's going to say no, no, it, though? No, no, it's no, no, it's third. There are three things. I don't think he wanted a shaving yes, scene. Yes, she wants... Shaving scene, like, I love now, a shaving scene. Can we clarify? Now, we'll just do this here, because, I mean, we have nothing else to do. Do you want it, do you want him to be shaving, or you want her to shave him? So there's there's variations, but like that's probably the best is that her shaving him. Yeah. But it also could be him shaving her. It's whatever. See, oh, you're the artist. I'm like, you mold the clay. Right. I'm just here to be <laughs> like, here's a lump. Clay. Do you, something what with you want it. is a straight razor, and I'm not putting that anywhere near parts. So, um, <laughs> that's fine. That's true. Because yeah, you, you want that's, that's you true. Want so a yeah, see, this is why and a hot towel and a straight razor. And a sex scene yeah, to like never come been. right upon it, and now what? yes, <laughs> come right upon it. The other one, so the other one was just it's like a really kind of basic um, trope, which is adult breastfeeding. That's also something that I'd be really. I was pitching you. You were. It went. You were. Yeah. Very standard trope. I mean, it's so common, really. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, look, you are well. I'm reading the chat right now, you guys, and I would have to. 
that our our viewers are not a fan. They're they're not really. Well, now wait a second because Derek Craven, I think, really, I think Derek Craven like put that like you he installed that button into your id. You didn't know you had it. No. And then. Well, because that's the book that bled me. That's the book that made me a romance mm-hmm. lover. And so I think that is why something like that, it's the whole package, but that was an element of it that I think I took, and I w- would like to see it l- replicated. You're, you're totally right about that. It is from, like, that formative experience of that's reading. That's what happens. Uh, you're like, you. You're, you always remember your first, and those, like, early <laughs> books, that first book, it, it does imprint on you. In a like yeah. very weird way, um, and yeah. I it's I mean, like I I I feel like adult breastfeeding has like a real bad. I don't think it's no. I don't think it's like, weird. I think I, no, no kink, no kink shaming. Like, that should have been on the bingo card. Sure, I'm <laughs> no. I just mean like it's not for nourishment. It's like sexy yeah. times. I mean, well, yeah. yeah. This I think the for of wrath. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I think for me Yikes like bikes. It's it's. It, <laughs> It's not like an infantilizing of somebody. It's like loving everything Wait, Carly. that your Carly is here. Sorry, of. Carly. I stole that from you because I like it so much. We should have put that on the oh, bingo card. I like it all so day much, long. and I did call you out on the podcast when we used it first. I'm sorry. I say it all Clayton. the time in our house. What does Carly say? That yikes! You, yikes on bikes. It's so yikes good. <laughs> it's like yikes squared or yikes to the second power. Like right? Like it's. It's just like yikes, a little more than yikes. And they're pedaling away. I That's didn't invent it. it. Carly invented it, and it's genius, and it's hers. Anyway. It's so champ. It's so Sarah's champ, daughter my say. daughter invented that. Anyway, okay. uh, Clayton, I have it on my list. And you well, know what's weird you. about it, though, is when I get there, and now when all these poor people in the chat get there, and they read that part mm-hmm. of the book, they're going to be like, that's for Clayton. And that's. The yeah. Duke of Cyrus. That, that's a weird thing. It's a weird moment for yeah. everyone. <laughs> it was really common, and there was like a. I could. We could. We have like a little sublist oh, of books where it's yeah. Come up we before, actually for should. Sure. Sandra Brown. Sandra Brown was super into it. Bertree sure. Small. Okay, Hold on. Let me write this down. <laughs> Get a list. Literally any Sandra. Sandra. So any Brown. Sandra Brown book from obviously before Sandra Brown became a thriller writer. Although I, to be honest, maybe even in thrillers, who can say. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that would be a surprise for thriller readers, though. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I yeah. think. Um, yeah, like would, if John yeah. Grisham all of a sudden had an adult breastfeeding scene in one of his books, I think that would be oh, kind of God. like... Oh, uh... God. Breasted boobily. A whole... <laughs> I'm, I'm going to turn this conversation around this is gonna be my job right now like nice. i think we've covered i think we've covered yeah. it but there is a related there's a related very funny story that we had to like save it for the pod moment yeah which is there, one mean, of my no, favorite we're stories not gonna try and segue going up to sarah oh jen mm-hmm. you're silent again she's gone she wants me to tell a story about a reader coming up to me i'll tell okay i'll tell this story and I appreciate, and everybody will know in chat. Everybody will appreciate this, but many of you probably have not noticed. So I don't know, and like drop it in. <laughs> she just texted all of us. Um, <laughs> Tell your balls, Troy. <laughs> so okay, so um, everyone in chat. I don't know how many of you actually think about sex scenes like really down to the granular level, the like proper noun, the, you know, the concrete noun level of a sex scene. 
Um, I personally, writing them don't, I, I have discovered, because um, a woman walked, came up to me at a um, conference once. I was signing books, and she said, I love your book, Sarah. Um, I also love Tessa Dare. And do you know what the difference is between you and Tessa Dare? And, like, I know Tessa. There are a lot of differences. She's, you know, significantly shorter than me. Um, we have, like, a number of differences. And then she was like, um, she was like, no, Tessa Dare writes about balls and you never do. And wow. I was like, oh, what does it mean? <laughs> I don't even and, know. And honestly, you guys, like, I have a complex now. Because every time I sort of get to that part of the book where logically there would be balls, I think, I don't know, though. I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to ruin yeah, my Yeah, I don't want to ruin it. <laughs> yeah. I did it is. immediately put them in. I think I put them in, like, right away to the next book. Like, I think there's one book that involves balls. It's weird <laughs> to even say balls, to be honest. Sure. Um, one of my favorite moments, like, as a teacher is I had a, uh, I have a colleague who had to make an announcement about, like, kids holding on to balls while like in the gym and he just kept like shouting about like you need to hold your balls and like the kids were like no oh my god what's happening right so just always say like basketballs or volleyball yes specify the balls but also and say testicles if you're talking about actual balls too i guess i mean yeah Yeah. that's sort of a five dollar word testicles (laughs) yeah um, is that on the bingo card? <laughs> Probably not. No, sadly. No, because I don't I write don't about them. Because well, Sarah doesn't like them. I don't them. write about them. Sarah doesn't them. like them. I That's like fine. them fine. We never talk about them. I have met num- numerous balls that have been fine. <laughs> Too far. Okay. Too far, no, Sarah. I mean, Too okay. far. <laughs> no, it's good. But well, it would be funny if there was a sex scene that was all just like anatomical words. That w- so it was just like testicles, penis, no. No, you don't want that. I actually really think isn't there something like that? Isn't there like a a list of like wait, isn't there a book that people use that has like a bunch of synonyms? Is this like a romance? Did I know there this? is there well, I don't know if it's a book, but there are um <gasps> No, it is a book. It's the Diana Gabaldon book. Oh my god. Wait, you guys know about this Diana Gabaldon book, right? I don't. Oh, Clayton, you have to get it. You have to get it <laughs> okay. and you have to read it and it's important. Um, yes, okay, I will. so Diana Gabaldon a few years ago put out a book called like How I Write a Sex Scene by Diana Gabaldon. Oh, this is and great. it has drawings by Diana Gabaldon in them in it. It's <laughs> it's riveting. And there are I don't think someone said should readers get it too, and I'm gonna go ahead and say no, I don't think it's so. It's just okay that we can know it exists. Riveting. And so it's you can get it on online. I think it's digital only. I don't think a publisher has okay. picked it, picked this one up yet. Um, and in it, there are whole there are like two whole chapters, and one is just a list of male genitalia pseudonyms. I love it. And one is just a list of lady genitalia pseudonyms. Love it too. And um, so you know that's my gift to you. That's that's what you're going to take away tonight. Did Manroot make the cut? Oh, I'm sure. I mean, pages and pages, pages and pages. (laughs) You know, what's really amazing is one of the things I put on one of my favorite things about learning the tropes, the podcast, listening to you guys is that every time like Clayton learns something, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? Where he's like, oh, okay. And, you know, Aaron's job is to sort of like gently sometimes lead him there. 
And I felt like one of the things I really wanted to put on the on the pingo board was like Clayton learned something about romance, and, and I feel I like that just was it. Yeah, see, <laughs> there you go. So, uh, Cecilia and, in chat is is asking if veined meat got into there because she just read that oh. in a book, and I don't like it. I don't no. either. That makes me I don't not think so. I don't, it was jarring. She says, <laughs> "Yes, I imagine it was." That's so anyway, now we've teacher. done as well. now we've done the balls conversation, Jen. Okay, Clayton, it is. What about rehydrated jerky? Can you guys hear me? Ugh. I feel like I'm drifting in no, and out. I don't like it. No? I don't like that either. Okay. I don't like any of these. Am I Just gone cut again? To the chase. We don't need a. Okay. We don't need a five. It's time word. for drawing. I don't know. Sound. Jen disappears, and it's just her sound. Okay. Oh, well, now it's she's time back. for drawing. Oh, it's, just, it's time Ooh. we're going to play this game. Oh, you're yes. so good at this, Jen. She just keeps, right. she comes back. You guys, that's why I told you I'd do it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like one minute to go. So the game is Tropes Pictionary. So Pat is right now texting Sarah, I oh, think, me? a trope. And mm-hmm. she has to draw it for 30 seconds, and then we all have to guess it. I don't have a text from Pat, though. Oh, I got it. Oh, Oh, boy. Okay. Look at I have 30 seconds. All right. um, Wait, do I have to do it like this? No, no. you can draw it and show it to us. Here, do do you want a timer? No. (laughs) (laughs) She has a very good internal clock. Julie Black wants to know if they can also guess. Yeah, you guys can go ahead and guess in the chat. Absolutely. This is helpful. Yeah, that's... (laughs) It's encouraged. Terrible. Okay, wait. Um... Shit. <laughs> okay, wait. I'm gonna do two versions. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm not supposed oh, to talk. Two versions in I'm not 30 supposed seconds. To talk. Wow. Tell me when the time. Laura comes. Fisher says her guess is man root. It's a trope, baby. It's a trope, baby girl. <laughs> no, we're not gonna talk about. I feel a little bad that we were so rude. We talked. We had a lot of rude conversations there, right up at the top. I I bet no one feels bad. Okay. I mean, they've listened to our podcast, right? Yeah. This is pretty simple. <laughs> yeah. Um, Force like, yeah! Wow! Only... It's jail. jail. It's they're two in, people in jail. in jail. But I mean, f- like four. Oh, one, uh, um, and one then, bed. And then you know, no, Only it's forced bed? proximity. Aaron is right. Oh, oh, oh it's right. right. Oh, okay. It's in the snow. There you go. Oh, <laughs> okay. there you go. The guess is in. the guess is in the thing. Oh, they do have to share. I should have put them in a bed. That's right. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah, why did you put them in a prison? <laughs> and then they escaped. Because you know how Clayton <laughs> said Derek, no. Derek, uh, Derek, Derek Clayton. Oh, look at that. Derek Craven, mm. blooded Clayton. My, I was blooded by a book called The Black Lion by Jude Devereaux, where they do it in a prison. So. Oh, wow. Wait, is Derek sure. Clayton, would that be a good name if Clayton ever starts writing romance? Derek Clayton name? is a great pen name. There, there you go. go. I learned oh, something else. There you go. My new pen name. <laughs> Does anybody have um, uh, bingo yet? I feel like we would see it. I think a lot of people have been saying it's the chat is really moving, so we're just gonna <laughs> sure. Let's keep going. Sure. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Um. Okay. I think who's next? Me. Okay, Aaron. He's... You have your. He's right He's next to you. Sliding so. a piece of paper across the table. You think he would, but he did literally text. So let's see. <laughs> it's fine. Beatrice, that's so yeah. nice. All right. He's treating you the same as everyone else. No special treatment. All right. So let's see. 
trying to fill this silence. I'm really nervous. I'll also I'm a say this: artist. my text from my text from Pat, whose name is Pat, learning the tropes on my phone. Great. Oh yeah. Um, the uh, it's, it says draw colon force proximity, <laughs> as though I would not know <laughs> why feel- Pat was texting me that. Oh, funny. I'm a terrible oh, artist, so I'm very nervous. I have a lot of performance anxiety well, about that. I don't know. I did forced proximity in a jail, so I wouldn't necessarily. And it's funny to just see that, like, <laughs> your thought process there, just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're in prison, see? You this is what Jen and I are always talking about. Like, it just sort of, like, it's oh, yeah. It's, like, implanted in your id. Straight in your id. Right, so Aaron's going to be drawn for the rest of the show. So <laughs> let's. Uh... It's got to be time. <laughs> oh, okay. Keeping time. He's keeping time. I, I, this part no I just thought is. would go faster on its own. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready? Yes. Oh, I can't see that. Hang on. What does it? Uh. Hang on, Aaron. You have to talk at the same time, or else we okay, don't sorry. see. Yeah, Here it talk. is. There's people, and then there's people down there. Is it friends to lovers? It's oh, it's enemies to lovers. They're mad. Yeah, Mm. and then they're making out. Look at I drew lips and everything, guys. I did so good. (laughs) Um, as a reminder, guys, can you mute your um your uh, your own computers? Yep. And turn off your um, cameras. I, you guys, I'm really stuck on how to draw mine. All right, Jen, are you ready? Yes. Do you have get it done? I believe Uh in you. I believe in you. I I'm just drawing things now. I hope it's faded mates. <laughs> just I hope it's us. anyway. I hope you ju- I hope you just write a like draw a portrait of us. <laughs> it's amazing that she's um, on a boardwalk. It's just your big heads and then it's just like the podcast. Yes. I would In love 30 it. seconds. Okay. In 30 seconds. Okay. Wait, you got to talk too. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, so it's they're I don't if I talk I'll give it away. You it's, can't describe it. I know. We have to I'm guess. Just, so they're dead. It's like a Nicholas Sparks novel. <laughs> I'll, live, I'll, I'll love you till we're dead. Mm, is it second? Is it second chance? No, I don't know. I told is you it, that I was really a torn. Is it, oh, is it that I'm just reading from the chat? Is it marriage in trouble? You can't just take. <laughs> you can I'm take other people's ideas. Okay, so it's two people in love, but not. Is it a slow burn? It's two people in love, but not. But it's not it's, en- enemies to lovers. I hate to love you. Hate to love you. No, it's. I don't know what you're saying. We just did enemies to lovers. It's fake relationship. I'm sorry. Oh, oh. fake relationship. Liz Miller got it. Liz, you win. Oh, Jennifer, See? look, everybody. I thought everybody I was knows. like, I didn't know how to do it. I was like, it's you did love, a great but job. not. Oh, Friends, you did, you did a great is. job. That's really Thank good. Thank you for your support. It's really I'm, good. Yeah, I'm now terrible. I don't know how we did it yet. <laughs> okay, you. guys. Sorry. Can you hear me? Yes, you're back, yes. Clayton. Yes, yes. Clayton, I, I was. I was told that my internet connection was unstable, so mm. I'm gonna try. Mine is always unstable. Get it the help that it needs <laughs> after we do this. Comcast. But, um, do, you, do you want me to do mine? Because I got mine. Yes, yeah. we do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Thirty seconds on the clock. If there was a Jeopardy theme song that was actually romance, like what would it be? Lady Gaga. Mm. Uh, sure. Bad romance. Bad romance. Okay, mm-hmm. I can see that. What is it? Ra ra. 
Oh, uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe disco stick. Can we jazz it up a little Rome. bit? And make it disco stick? Well, yeah, that's like she's saying. It's Wait, um, it's. Yeah, it's something. It's, I can't remember. I used to know it. Or paperback writer. We just did this for an episode. I feel like we're spoiling it. But like. Oh, yeah, right. Um, every day I write the book. A good one. Mm. Yeah. yeah, but we could never afford the, the rights to that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Paul McCartney know. would never let us have that. Maybe he's Sometimes, you know, this morning I was in the shower and I was thinking to myself, like, you know, there is a non-zero probability that, like, some real famous people read romance novels and you I never absolutely. see them. It's not like stars. They're just like us. They read yeah. romance novels. You never see it. I know. Anyway, I want Clayton, to are you ready? the truth. Yes. I okay. am ready. See if you guys can see this, Mr. Moneybags, billionaire, billionaire, Se- secret billionaire, secret billionaire. Yes, secret nice. billionaire. That's good, Clayton. That was great with that the. Really sh- I like it. Very Thank nice. You. Wait, very so good. Wrote, no pussy for the man. So <laughs> what? That's the oh, that should I draw have, that? Where we just don't like billionaires, Perfect. so we just say no pussy for the man. Fair mm. enough. Fair mm-hmm. enough. <laughs> Okay, we are a little, we're going to move on to our next game, which is, cl- cl- oh, Clayton was supposed to run the next game, wait, so now I'm there, a little wait, nervous. Wait, I thought there were four four rounds. Oh, oh no, we are four. Yeah, yeah four we did it. Okay, I, okay. All right. We all we, did it. We okay. couldn't go through four rounds of that. That'd be too much. No, that would be a lot. Oh, God. Tell Clayton we can hear him. Yeah, well, okay. What's so happening? I, well, Clayton's supposed to run the next game, and he's leaving. So now, I, <laughs> so now here we are. I guess we just have to talk about what? balls. I'm not sure. No, no more talk uh, about balls. Do I know. You want, I'm let's kidding. do a Wait. question, maybe while we're waiting what? for Clayton. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a good idea. idea. Look at you, so okay. smarty pants. <laughs> Listen, someone sit next to the producer, and you can guess which one it is. <laughs> uh, so to Sarah, uh, in Big Magic, Elizabeth Gilbert, Eat, Pray, Love said that it's better to finish a book or never publish one then that is perfect she has published books that she know knew had flaws in it have you ever had this experience publishing a book that you didn't think was perfect or knew had flaws and that is from natalie thank you for that question natalie the answer is absolutely all of my books are imperfect and they all have flaws except for, <laughs> except for the one i want you to buy next week that one's perfect <laughs> no i mean the truth is I don't, I think I said this last night on a, in a conversation with Joanna Shoup. I actually don't ever read my books again. Like I don't public. Um, mm-hmm. If I get invited to do readings, I say thank you very much, but I decline. Um, because mm-hmm. I, anytime I open a book that's been published, I want to rewrite the pages that I read. Um, which is also why um, I forget the names of characters and have to, to, and then, like, for example, I wrote a whole series where the character, the hero's name in the fourth book was a different name in the other three. And the, that's because I don't go back and read. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Elizabeth Gilbert, I don't I don't remember the exact quote that that you that you wrote, but she's right. You should finish a book and publish it and just embrace the fact that no one is perfect. There are flaws in every single book. Um, yeah, and all you have sure. to do is read the Goodreads one-star reviews of your favorite romance novel to understand that. I don't know if Clayton is back. He seems... Clayton, are you there? Clayton, you're muted. 
I think he's like, still near. I think he's still frozen a little bit. So why, let's do another question, maybe, okay. and then we'll sure. see when he comes back. So this is actually a good question for all. Oh, <gasps> wait, there's a good one, Go Jen. Ahead. Okay, for all of you, what is this? Is Emmeline's question? Um, what <laughs> she says? Yes, it's my real name. It's a beautiful name and a perfect romance novel name. For all of you, what is your favorite romance that has a heroine you share a name with? Easy. I just Mine read that is easy one too. <laughs> yep. Mine does not. Well, you go first. Well, you know it's funny because my name's Jennifer, which is God everybody's effing name. Like I joke all the time. I'm like, oh, are you a forty year old white lady? Is your name Jennifer? Awesome. Um, but I just recently we read what was what did we read, Sarah, with the Joanna? A Lindsay? Kingdom of Dreams. A Kingdom it was of Dreams. Judith McNaught. Yeah, and I was like, I you know I don't often read a lot of books with a Jennifer as a heroine. So that for sure was kind of a cool experience. On the other hand, I cannot read books where the hero's name is my son's name. Nope. Can't do it. Yeah. No, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But actually, speaking of Clayton's, uh, Judith McNaught wrote Whitney, my love, and had a son already named Clayton and named her hero Clayton Westmoreland. So... Who I would think probably is not a great namesake for Clayton to name to check no, on this not the podcast, best. but um, and my choice doesn't it spell it's spelled differently, obviously, but it's clearly Sarah from of Dreaming of You. Yes, obviously it happened. Okay, I'm back, but I don't know for how long. Oh, I'm you're sorry. back. Okay, right. hello, hello, Aaron. You should answer that question though. What did you say? Do you have one? Here's my plea to any romance novelist out there or who are perhaps I'm looking at right now. If you want to use my name, uh-huh. please do. Literally, it's I've never found it. You if never you found know, an Aaron? No, I've never found an Aaron. So if you know of a book with an Aaron, let me know. Well, I would see, love one you. of the historical. See here, yeah. let me tell you what's happening here. You love historicals and Aaron right. is an Irish name and Ireland mm-hmm is not a very popular setting for historical. You don't see Irish characters very often in historicals. Nora Roberts, yeah. did she not write it? Yeah. She doesn't have an Aaron? Maybe. She's got to have an Aaron in those Irish I mean, books. It's, like, I'm saying it's possible that it, used, that it used, but also it's like, it's such an 80s name. Like, I feel like yeah. everyone I meet named Aaron is basically my exact age. Yeah. And one time I met like a 50-year-old Aaron and I like freaked out. I was like so excited because I met like an older Aaron and she was not impressed. And she told me she didn't like her name. So it was kind of a blow. Oh, you know. I don't like yeah. that. Clayton. I have a an '80s category romance I really loved had an Aaron as a heroine. I'll I'll find a used copy and send it to you. I would love that. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna. This we'll is my do it on new the show. This is my yeah. new goal. I'm gonna find you a great book with an Aaron. Clayton, you have a game for us though, right? Are you now that you're back? We'll see. Let's see. <laughs> Let's try and do this. And I I prepared this, so I'm I'm I want to do it. Okay, so this is a a game people are probably familiar with where it's like three real, one fake, but what we like to call it is romance or nomance, and what this is going to be is I'm going to read the name, the author, and a little synopsis of four Amish romances, and you guys are going to have to tell me which one is the nomance one of them is not real okay <laughs> okay amish so here we go this is oh god the great thing about this is none of us yeah really we're, read all, amish romance, we're all we're so all like I'll, it's i'll be flying blind there's flat, no chance yeah we're all working without a net here go on okay so 
The first one, Mending Fences, The Deacon's Family, book number one by Susan Woods Fisher. After a stint in rehab, Luke Schrock returns to Stony Ridge and meets the beautiful but aloof Izzy Miller. His clumsy efforts to impress her are met with annoyance until he is able to locate her long-lost mother, whose identity shocks Stony Ridge to its core. That's the first one, Mending Fences. Mending Fences, the Deacon series. I'm taking notes. Yep. Second one, A Horse and Buggy Romance, Lancaster Robe Map, book number two by Rebecca Price. Wait, what the hell? A horse and buggy romance? Lancaster what? Roadmap, book number two. I understand two the, the county in Pennsylvania. These are all. Wait, the yep. title is A Horse and Buggy Romance? Yes. A <laughs> Horse and Buggy Romance. And then in, you know, it's the. It's, wow, it's, I get it. it. And the series title yeah. is Got It. Yeah. A when horse Abigail, and buggy. <laughs> yeah. When Abigail laps, Buggy gets stuck in the mud on a stormy night. An unlikely savior comes to her aid, former man of faith, Levi Eversall. Can Abigail help Levi regain his belief and find love in the process? So that's the second Wait, one. Abigail's last name is Buggy. No, Lap. Abigail okay. laps, Buggy gets Abigail stuck in the mud. Abigail laps, Buggy. Okay. Buggy. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Keep going. Okay. Go on. Go on. All right. Amish, uh, sorry. Amish Barn Dance, Amish Homestead Book Number Three by Samantha Samantha Fisher. Amish Barn Dance. That feels when Hannah nice. when Hannah Lapp decides to look for love. One mishap after another seems to keep her away from the object of her affection, Seth Yoder. Can she turn things around, or is she doomed to miss another wedding season? All right. Wait. What's her name? Number four. What's her name? Her name is Hannah Lapp. Hannah Lapp. Hannah. No, the other one was Abigail Lapp. Oh, of course. <laughs> sure. Sure. That, okay. The Lancaster Lapps. Yes. <laughs> Hills of Wheat, The Amish of Lancaster, book number two. Oh, my God. There Sarah are a lot Price. of these. Sarah Price. Really turning them out. S- Sylvia Lapp never would have suspected that when the stranger asked her for directions that her entire life would change. But when Jake Edwards shows up at the market and rescues her from... Dealing with the Englisher, tourists, the wheels are in motion for more than just directions. So those are the four. So you have Mending Fences, The Deacon's Family, book number one, A Horse and Buggy Romance, Lancaster Roadmap, book number two, Amish Barn Dance, Amish Homestead, book number three, (laughs) and Hills of Wheat, The Amish of Lancaster, book number two. And we say losing it. I need everyone to know. (laughs) I'm losing it. I'm sorry. Wait. So one is fake. Only one of only one is fake. fake. Okay. Now I will tell you that. No, I don't know if I all (laughs) Amish. The Amish people have very few last names. I need to have the names repeated to me. I'm taking the names of characters or the authors. Going to help you. The character names. I need Which them one? The all of them. I want you to start at the beginning. <laughs> we only have two more oh minutes God. for this Okay, business. it's fine. Pat is not in charge anymore. I'm, We're I'm... going rogue. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he put oh, me in Clayton charge lost, of the clock, Sarah, because he knew. Cla- we've lost Clayton again. Um, okay. All okay. right, then I'm. I still have him. I can hear him, but he says he can't hear us. Okay. Um, all right. <sighs> Jen, what's your what's your vote? I think Hills of Wheat is Hills a Hills of Wheat is a real weird title. That's why I think I think the other yeah. 
Hills of Wheat. That's your vote. I feel no, like no. Horse and Buggy is also an odd title. Yeah, but it's very mm-hmm. Amish. It's sort of on the nose. It's like, I don't know, sexing the cowboy. <laughs> yeah, right. But it's also like, that'd be like if it's like a modern romance. It's called Cars and Cell Phones. It's just two things that we use. But I mean, like the billionaire secret baby. Like that Like that to me. The Horse and Buggy romance. Bam, you know exactly what you're going to get when you pick that one up. I also like that the hero's name there was Levi. That feels real Amish to me. Feels there like unless go. Clayton did some. Here's the thing, though. Clayton grew up near Amish country, so I feel like he's like oh. he could fake it. Levi or two. Okay. Okay, guys, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. After this, I'm We're gonna try guessing. to. I'm gonna try to go on my hotspot. But okay. what are you guys thinking? All right, Jen thinks it's Hills of Wheat. Aaron, are you locked in on horse and buggy? I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I have truly no clue. So any guesses? <laughs> All right, my. I really, when you said, when you read the first thing about mending fences, I was like, it's that one. But I really think it's Amish barn dance. That, it didn't sound great. <laughs> so, okay. Wow. Uh, you so no consensus. No consensus. No consensus. Do you want to know the answer? Yes. Aaron is correct. It's a horse and buggy romance. Oh. Well, I apologize. She just knows me too well. I apologize to the author of Amish barn dance, but I didn't like your cover copy. <laughs> <laughs> well the thing is she they were long anyway. she didn't write it. it's had, fine i had to condense oh all right well then it's clayton's fault yeah so yeah. no no Wait, fault so the, of the answer author. is horse and buggy romance a horse the... and buggy romance yep. lancaster yeah uh, so i was it's wrong. not written yet <laughs> mara no. in chat is i'm devastated i wanted that to be real <laughs> <laughs> Well, when um Wait, when Derek Clayton, a horse and buggy yeah, Derek Clayton, that could be his first book. Yep. Yeah, I'm an Amish we'll romance Ke- writer. We'll ask Kelly to make a fake a fake cover for it and put it on. Oh Amazon. yeah, look, we're we're crowdsourcing it. Teresa says Aaron should be the main character. Oh, there you go. Um, you could put adult breastfeeding in. <laughs> Does that, <laughs> that, that, horse and buggy that feels like be. maybe it wouldn't it wouldn't rate in an Amish romance. I don't know. Yeah, I don't read them. Can you add man root in Amish? I think if you're only talking about actual <laughs> things you're cooking. Yes. She, shaving in secret sex, right? I don't think no, so. No, the only. Real hard? They do. Okay. They do. And sometimes, I mean, here's the thing inspirationals can be like really sexy. They can be very like, like breathless, but it, I, I, and which is what I assume the best of them are. As a reminder, everyone, could you mute your microphones mm-hmm. if okay. you're joining us? All right. Well, that was pretty fun. Clayton, is there another round of that, or was this just a one-rounder? <laughs> that was pretty fun. That was pretty fun. <laughs> I was like, I'm humiliated. I was like, I can't believe there's really a book called Hills of Wheat. <laughs> well, you know what? I bet it's great. They should read it on Learning the Tropes. Sure. I mean, I oh, do yeah. have I do have yeah. another round if you want to do Bear Shifter Romance. I definitely want to do I'm that again. That was super fun. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay, we'll see. We'll see if we don't lose. Me I'm taking. Again. I'm gonna take better notes now. My oh, apologies yeah. for my bad internet. Um, number one. So these are all all bear shifter romances. Okay. Nice. Grind and bear it. Kodiak freestyle number one <laughs> by L. K. Nova. Kodiak freestyle. Kodiak Sexy freestyle. bear shifter Griff Kodiak is the hottest skateboarder on the circuit. But when his nephew yes. has a run in with the law, he has to return to his hometown. While there, he runs into Samantha Coors, the woman he thought he'd never see again, and is the only one who knows his secret. 
Okay. Oh my god, he's a secret bear shifter who's also like a, a skateboarder, star skater. Amazing. Hold sure. On, got it. We can on. hear you. Yes. Though. Yes, we can hear we you. Can Keep hear going. You. Keep going. Okay. Good. Keep going. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Bear mind for Christmas. Oh, now I can't hear him. Oh, now we've lost oh, no. you, Clayton. This is terrible. Well, all I right, so what do we think? Th- do we think that's real? I feel like that's crazy enough to be real. Yeah. Wait, Kodiak? What was it called? Kodiak? What's the series title? Skater Bear? Grind and Bear It? <laughs> I feel like... Oh, my God. Grind and Kodiak Bear Freestyle. Kodiak, Kodiak Freestyle. Freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You guys, I just want to say right now that what I really feel more than anything... It's just how much I love romance. I know. It's the best. I love it so much. I hate everybody who says it's ridiculous. It's so awesome. I mean, it is ridiculous, but in the best way. So, guys, I shouldn't have an issue now. I'm on my hotspot. Sorry. All right. That's okay. You are a hotspot. Oh, thank you, guys. Okay. So so that was Grind and Barrett. This next one is called um, Bear Mind for Christmas, Christmas Bear Shifter Romance Number 2 by bear, Ariana Hawks. Bear, bear mind. mind. I get it. No, Bear Mind, like Be Mine. For like Christmas. Be Mine. Mm-hmm. It, okay. Yeah. Sexy Bear Shifter Brock Fletcher runs They're a Christmas tree store. When his old flame Madison moves back to town and her niece goes missing in the mountains, it's up to Brock and three other bear shifters to save her. Mm-hmm. And Christmas. I'm going to read that one. I'm just going to say it. I and hope it's Chris. Real. Wait. Do they I get like, together? Is this like a polyamorous bear shifting romance? I'm sorry. I got a little distracted in the middle. I have Jen not read it. Jen needs to know if the P's cross. Yeah. Uh, they could. I haven't read these books. This was just like some some uh, like sure. uh, cursory internet research here. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you guys, truly, all of these are taking the finger. It's pretty great. In every I'm for way. It. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. All right. Keep going, Clayton. Number three, Bear Necessities, The Holly Shifters, number one, by Dana Marie Bell. When sexy bear shifter Alexander Bunny Bunsen comes to Halley, PA, to visit his cousin Chloe, he meets Tabitha Garwood, an inked southern-drawled she-wolf with lime-green hair. When Chloe is left for dead and Tabby is threatened, only Alex can keep his growing family safe. Wait, that is bear necessities. Wait, so the hero is a bear and the heroine is a wolf? She is a she-wolf. A she- yes. Well, yes. Is her a name she-wolf. Shakira? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. A, mu- um, a musical interlude just happened in my own head. Okay. Oh, all right. Were, were you thinking okay. Were you thinking wh- wherever whenever? Yes. No. no. Yes. Yeah, yeah, right. There we go. Um, okay, last one. No ifs ands or bears about it oh no (laughs) gray's lake number one by celia kyle on mia's first day in gray's lake georgia oh sorry in mia's first day in gray's lake georgia she finds a bear cub in the pantry of the house her grandfather left her when the cub's uncle comes to reclaim him a sexy badge-wearing werebear named ty comes to her aid So we've got Grind and Barrett, Kodiak Freestyle Number 1 by L.K. Nova. I think that one's got crazy enough to be real. Bear Mind for Christmas, Christmas Bear Shifter Romance Number 2 by Ariana Hawks. Bear Necessities, Haley, I'm saying this probably wrong, it's a town in Pennsylvania. Haley Shifters Number 1 
by Dana Marie Bell. And no ifs, ands, or bears about it, Grace Lake, number one, by Celia Kyle. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you guys something. I know that last one's real because <gasps> the very first book I ever kind of like reviewed, the romance I reviewed like for my friends on Facebook was a Celia Kyle book, Kyle book about a hedgehog shifter. I put it in the chat. No. Okay. It is the funniest <laughs> fucking book I literally have ever read in my life. It is clearly somebody dared her to write it. And I cannot. So I know that one's real. Okay. All right. So that's a gimme. I just want to commend the yeah. writers of Bear Shifter books for the puns. And yeah. it's fantastic. No, these are glorious. I yes. think Grind and Barrett is real. It's so weird. <laughs> I feel but like, I'm bad at this. Yeah. I keep picking the wrong ones. So. Okay. My guess is Bear Necessities is the nomance because I don't like the name Bunny Bunsen. Bunny that Bunsen. That sounds so Wait. wild that it must be true. I you think Bear Mine for Christmas is real because it feels right. It feels like intuitively like perfect that a bear shifter would both be named Brock and <laughs> run a Christmas tree farm. Yeah, sure. It's like it's too, too good. It's too right. <laughs> so what are our guesses? We've got Jen. Well, you didn't guess yet, no, right, No, my guess is I think Bear Necessities is the fake one. Okay. Bear Necessities yeah, Sarah, you think that... I don't that... know. I don't know. I'm stuck. I can see them all working. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to go... I think it's... I think it's Grind and Barrett. I don't I don't, I don't think that. it's real. It's too good. Is the fake one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree. You are both correct. That is the fake Yay! one. Yay! I won. Uh, great job, you guys. It's you it's uh, Grind and Barrett is really inspired, Clayton. Good job. Kodiak <laughs> Freestyle. That should be Kodiak yeah. Freestyle. Derek Clayton's I... second book. Derek Clayton's Thank you. second book. For Clayton Barrett. Well, the hard you know, thing. He goes all. He's he really like his brand is very mishmash. <laughs> it depends on what I write. So I, I'm I'm Wait, Derek Clayton when, I, when Am- I write my Amish. Yeah, mm. and Clayton Derek. Amish bear shifter. Could it be an Amish yeah. bear shifter? Of course. I mean, it are can. there bears out in Amish in Lancaster County? I don't know. Are there shifters? If it's it doesn't matter. If there it's are an Amish shifter that. Yeah, if there's an Amish shifter that turns into a bear, then there's gonna. I, then he's the bear that's in Amish County, and he could be a skateboarder. I've mean, gone to a dark place, everyone. <laughs> I, I really think that maybe when he, so we have one more of these, and this is pretty fun. So I think we should do this. Or Hold on, we... let me lose my internet connection real fast. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we don't have another one. We just had two. Oh, okay. There's only two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I only did two. Oh, okay. But w- when we do this again, we, I'll definitely load up the cannon. I could do an entire episode of this. <laughs> Oh, yeah, this is hilarious. I love this. We yeah. should. Okay, next yeah, time. Now we have questions. Yeah, let's do questions. So we um, have a note from producer Patty that he says, uh, if we don't get to your questions tonight, there's a good chance we will answer them on our respective podcast. So yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe We're we could do, life. you guys, maybe we could do a second uh, episode that's just Q&A. All this. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah, I, listen, this is wonderful. I'm ready to already do another one. Let's go. Yeah. Yes. Also, okay, we're all home. What else are we doing? I know. Do yeah, it's nothing. Exactly. All right. Who's doing, what's going on? Um, for all of us, this is good for branding. Um, from <laughs> Debbie, what is your favorite trope and why? What is my favorite trope? Uh, I really like enemies to lovers. Even better if they were 
childhood loves and then enemies and then back for a second chance. I like my tropes to be like stacked on top of each other like pancakes. <laughs> um, and I like it because I like to really gut a hero. I like to leave him broken on the floor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I think I, I don't know if it's a trope, but I, I like that alpha hero business. I know it's wrong. I do. I just want them to be like real jerks and then be like kneecapped by love. Aaron, what is what is yours? Mine. Is... I think I might know. What guess? Well, I think I think it's uh, one one bed, right? Oh, I mean, like that's something fun when it comes along. But if I'm reading, if I see like a blurb for a book and it's rich heroine, poor hero, then I'm mm, nice. That's mm-hmm. a good one. You like a class, like class difference? Divide. Wait, have yeah. you read Judith Ivory's um, the pro- uh, the proposition? The no, not the I, proposition. Is it the proposition? I don't think so. The one with the rat catcher hero. Someone tell me. Why is it oh, not in my proposal? head? Yet. I have it. The proposal. Yeah? No. Maybe. I feel like there's a P in there. I'm not sure. Someone tell me in, in chat. Uh, but here the hero is a rat catcher and it's the, propo- the proposition. No position. Um the hero is a rat catcher and um it's basically Pygmalion, but in reverse. So it's like the heroine mm. makes a deal that she can turn him into an aristocrat and like pass him off. Is yeah. good. Wait, I just um, realized what we were supposed to do. I think Jen, that was what you were leading us towards, and then I yanked you off the path. Where obviously Sarah has a book coming out. On oh, Tuesday. but we've talked about it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Do you not want us to do it because we don't have to? I do mean, it, but this is one of my favorite yes, things about learning the tropes. I think we should do it. Tropes, you guys. This is the best Clayton part. And I pre- yeah, Clayton and I prepared. We both read the book. Both loved the book. And so we prepared a few of the learning the tropes categories for Daring and the Duke. Yay! Which is, to yeah. do in front of the author is terrible. No, I love it. I'm here um, for it. I'm going to get Clayton, serious. are you? I have some too, but you guys go first. Clayton, can are well, you? Well, it's hard because I, I, yeah, can you see? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay, good. Um, I never know now. I'm not sure at this point, but. <laughs> Um, I don't want to like ruin, like I'm worried cause like some, I don't want to ruin the book cause no, a lot of people haven't been able to read it yet. So you're not going to ruin it. <laughs> okay. I believe in well, you. I, cause I, I feel like I'm going to go through, I'm going to go first and everybody's going to be like, Oh no. Okay. Do you want me to go first? Do you want me to go first? Yes. Okay. Kick it off. So then I know the tone. Okay. Okay. I am not yeah, going to ruin Casey it. Debbie makes a good point. Tropes Jeez. are not spoilers. Yeah. I, this is even... Okay, one of my favorite things about this book, I would put it on the brotherly banter shelf because there's a lot of great scenes of devil and wit doing what I call like Statler and Waldorf. <laughs> like just like sitting back and commentating on like the shit that's going down between you and Grace. So if I, I would create a brotherly banter shelf for this book. That's a good shelf. I'd like more. I'd like See? a lot of books on that shelf. Yes, same. Can I can I say bad dad? <laughs> you can. That's not a spoiler at all. Okay. That's not a spoiler. No. Okay. That was a very bad dad. Yes. Um. Erin, do you have one? Fresh scent of finding hero. <laughs> Fresh scent of finding mm. hero. Yes, that's perfect. Great. Yeah, he oh, does. Oh boy, he does suffer. He does. Yeah, and I've loved you so long. Yeah, mm, those are both good. good. Very solid. Can I add one for my own book? Yeah. Yes. How about um, yes. just once to get it out of my system? Oh, yeah. I love that. 
I love that lie. <laughs> it's my sure. favorite. That's an amazing one. Yeah. yeah. Um, a girl gang. I feel like right, like Grace has her lieutenants, and I am super into them. That's pretty great. Can I? I I I loved this scene so much, and so I don't I don't think this is a spoiler at all, but bringing the outdoors indoors is that something that i can oh, i yeah you could say that that's Ooh, I love like that. that one. That's that. nice. mysterious oh i'm so glad you did thanks that was like right down my alley i was like was she thinking about me when she wrote this i was there's yeah. somebody was shaving someone else in the back <laughs> yeah yeah behind a tree <laughs> i love that i love that wait i have Sorry, I tried to kill you and your brothers and your brothers' wives. <laughs> <laughs> and that's from past books, right? So that's not really a... No, that's not a yeah. that's not a spoiler either. No, you go like you start the book and you yeah. know that's yeah. uh, that happened. Sure. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, um Yeah. Okay, I have I have one more. I uh the Dimitri Sebastian self like I like I don't know Dimitri Sebastian like road to recovery plan <laughs> this is maybe. a deep cut this something is a like deep that faded mates cut that's a deep uh, cut a, for those of you yeah, who liked sure. the player uh Cressley Cole's mafia yeah. romance uh you mm-hmm. are gonna see a little tiny echo of it in in this one yeah yeah and uh, yeah um and then, like, the big question, the big learning the tropes question. Yeah, this is my favorite part of learning yeah. the tropes. Would we fuck them? Yeah, would you would fuck, you them? fuck them? And Yes, both, of course. Yes. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> Together, ideally. I mean, Listen, if just they being be honest. into it and open about it, sure. If we all got sure. to go to Dominion yeah, and that was sure. a thing. Well, great, that's yeah. a pro. Yeah. It's a time saver, too. It's a time yeah. saver. <laughs> I mean, because well, on our podcast, we're fucking so many heroes and heroines that it's gotta, like, we don't I mean, have enough hours no, in the day. No. It's exhausting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it really is. Let's go. Yeah, let's do some questions because people are chomping at the bit. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, this is a cute question. All the, none of us have prepared it. What from Carrie? What book would you recommend to the other pod to read? Oh. I mean, I'm recommending this book up and down, mm. Strange Love. Anna Aguirre, I'm in love with that book yeah, right now. Strange Love. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, interesting. Okay. Because the, that's an alien um, romance where the alien does not have a phallus, and they it's very interesting sex. But it's really well done. It's really the, good. The book. reason I recommend Wait, it so much is that. Wait, who's the author? Anne Aguirre. Mm-hmm. The the um the reason I like it so much, and I think the two types of books that I've been looking to fall in love with, Alien Romance and Shifter, and I finally found an Alien Romance mm-hmm. to fall in love with, which was you know Strange Love. Still looking for a Shifter book, maybe one of the Bear Shifters. Maybe when I write uh, Kodiak Freestyle book number one, um, <laughs> I'll fall in love with my own book. But I, but I think that's that's why I really like Strange Love so much. Is that oh, there's now there's a genre that I know there's something I love, so now I can explore it deeper. I have a shifter book oh, for Clayton. Um, oh, so uh, Pamela Palmer wrote Pamela a, Palmer. a series um, 
a while, a, a while back. Um, and the first one is called Desire Untamed. Okay. And the hero, so the premise is like it's a brotherhood of shifters. Um, and each one, so when there are like, I don't know, 10 shifters or something or 12 shifters and they're designed, they're like built to save the world um, and protect the world from evil. And when one dies in battle, then he is replaced, but only then. So there are only ever, there's like one lion shifter in the whole world. And, um, and then like when he dies, there's another lion shifter. Desire yeah. Untamed is the first one. And so their, but their energy, their like shifter energy and the power that they have to save the world is channeled through a woman, one woman. Okay. Um, and the lion shifter is like the pack leader of this group, of the current group. They live in Washington, D.C. Okay. It's fine. And, um, <laughs> and then like what happens and their like channel, their woman, like the, the woman who channels their energy dies. And so he okay. has to go and find the new woman who is, who's like destined okay. to channel their energy. And they have a faded mate and it's always uh, it like he knows like they're he's he knows she's his fated mate but they have a ceremony where the universe tells them who the fated mate is of the 12 and when they okay. have this ceremony so they're they like the first half is a road trip romance and they like fall in love in this first half and he's okay. like i like I'm that too i like a slow burn you. and then they get to have the ceremony and basically all these other guys are like oh it's so clear like th it's these two these two are the fated mates and they have yeah. the ceremony, and he's not her fated mate. Ooh. And, like, the universe has said, like, it's not him. And there, it's, like, it breaks them. And it's so good. Okay. And then there's a whole series of it. But try it. Okay. I'll, I'll definitely. What was the title again? Desire Untamed. It's by Pamela Palmer. Awesome. It'd be great if that was See? all just a fake nomance that you came up with to troll me <laughs> oh i want to read that and you're like oh guess what it's fake jerk i don't have that <laughs> i don't have that paranormal gift at all um does anybody have a i mean we're gonna wrap up here but does anybody have a last question they think that we should do um one that's there's a cute one i like from laura did doing the podcast change the way you read, even when you aren't reading for the podcast? Might be a good way to end. Oh. Jen, you go. Um, yes. I guess I would say, yeah. I mean, I think that I, I, um, I definitely read closer. I feel like I could, I'm always, like, talking about books in an interesting way now or thinking about like would I want to recommend these I mean so yeah I mean I think for sure but I also feel like um it makes me try and remember names and titles more <laughs> like I keep better lists because I'm always so afraid that I'll be like I read this book and it was great and it was so I do try to take better notes I guess too Aaron what do you think so what's the question? Do you read differently for the podcast than your own? Yeah, or yeah. do you read differently now that you're doing the podcast? Definitely. Because I think for so when you're just reading for yourself, you aren't necessarily also thinking with a critical lens. You're just sort of like letting it wash over you. And I think when you were reading for the podcast, then you're thinking about how am I going to say this or what does this mean or sort of like how can you expand on it? So I think it makes me appreciate books 
that I don't know that I would have originally appreciated. And also, it keeps me reading books that, like, I probably might put down and then ultimately Mm. do like. Um, And it just expands, like, the cat because we try to read a lot of different kinds of books and different authors and stuff. So it just does us introduce you to things where I think if it was just me, I would just be reading historical after historical and not know Mm -hmm. about Strange Love, which would be a tragedy. Yeah, a huge tragedy. Um, We can stay for, oh, me. Uh, I, well, my answer to this is also as a writer, and it absolutely has changed the way I write. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. The first season, our first season, which was a deep dive on Cressley, um, Cressley Cole's Immortals After Dark series, um, which I loved kind of unabashedly before the season, and then was nervous. I mean, how many times did Jen and I look at each other and go like, what if we, what if this one isn't good? Like, what if we don't, like, what if we can't do an hour right. on this episode, on this book? Um, and by the end, like, literally we finished episode 20 or whatever, and I was like, I could go back to the beginning and start over immediately right now. And I think during that process, just solidifying, really being able to deep dive, like, and analyze the craft of the books and really figure out what Cressley was trying to do and how Cressley was really revolutionizing and like using the genre to make statements and make choices and do things that had never been done before um, made me, you know, really feel like there was, there, there is a way to really never pull your punches and write into fear and, always take the finger and like now I literally write and on my on my um my <laughs> monitor it says what would it WWKD which means Cressley and Klepus um because when we reread Derek yeah. it really felt like I yeah. was learning yeah. the craft of writing despite having written you know whatever 13 books yeah that's amazing I think for me, uh, for me, I've thought about this a lot because coming to romance later and after having been a fan of other stuff, this is like a new fandom that I'm I'm entering. And I think the thing with reading romance is that I don't I'm not like thinking of what's cool. I'm thinking of what I like and everything else that I'm like a fan of or I've been a fan of since I was younger and the social pressure has always been like, we can't like that band because they're not cool. And I've grown out of it a little bit, but it's still a formative thing. With romance, I started reading it in my um, 30s. And um, Mm -hmm. the thing about that is that I can now just be like, this is what I like and this is what I don't like and why. And it's personal and it's here and it's not external. And like Aaron said, it's great because we read all different kinds of books from all different kinds of authors and all different kinds of genres. So it does. It's it's something that I wouldn't do. It's it's so more much more adventurous than my usual like um, consuming of content. So I think it's it's been a it's been a game changer for me actually. Yeah. Yeah. And I love it too. Well, just like watching Clayton become a romance reader too. Because I feel like I came to romance like later in life as well. And so then I didn't have friends necessarily who read romance. So I basically just like made Clayton that friend. <laughs> but it is like a, like a genuine love that he has. And we do end up talking about romance when it is just the two of us. Mm-hmm. And Eric Craven obviously comes up <laughs> quite a bit. But it's like, 
<laughs> but it's been a really positive experience. And, and having the podcast in general, I think it's been a, like a highlight of these past year. I don't know how long. Almost two years, long. maybe. Right? Well, and that kind of goes into a question people had about like how we met. And mm-hmm. Sarah and I yep. met via Twitter, like just sort of talking about how much we love these books. And then occasionally it would be like a direct message. And she was in Chicago for a, um, a, a for yeah, for a book printers for a book fair, right? And and then we like met along with a bunch of other people who I think are in the chat. And um, but I think for me, like both of us have been reading romance since we were like in middle school, <laughs> and I like I love talking about romance this way, and I've never mm-hmm. had that before in my life. And so, like, having the podcast and being able to talk about romance this way with someone who, like, knows it the way I do is, like, an, it's I never thought I'd find that. Like, sometimes I have some friends who, like, might read one or two, but it was it was just never like this. So it's been amazing. Yeah, I mean, I do think, like, Jen and I, like, we, we joke that we're faded mates, but, like, it is kind of wild. The other day I was at the dog run at, like, 7.30 in the morning, and Jen is a very early riser. <laughs> And I had a thought about Judith McNaught. And I, like, looked up from the dog, and I was like, who can I tell? And I was like, I have to. And I literally, like, picked up the phone and called her, and it was 6.30 in the morning her time. And I was like, Jen, I have something to say. And she was like, I'm And I was here, like, yes, I'm, I'm ready. That's, uh, Don't try to call me at 10 o'clock at night, but 6.30 in the yeah. morning is fine. That's so nice. It is. It, when you yeah. have that shared love for something and it's so pure like that, it is, it's nice to have that, like, I have this message, who can I send it to? And then to have the answer is just, it's awesome. Yeah. Well, and I think that's why everyone responds so well to your podcast, because it is just like listening to two very smart people who really get a kick out of each other's mm-hmm. discussing something they both love is like the best. And that's why yeah. you always drag me for having not read Al of IAD but still listening to every episode of the first season of <laughs> but that's why that's why you listen because just hearing that analysis is so interesting well and I mean it's the same with yeah. you guys because you came you're sort of the opposite you were friends and then you brought Clayton in right you're you're a virgin I strong yeah idea. into mm-hmm. this world so can you tell everybody how that happened like were you just out one night talk and like did Clayton just say like I want to read one let's Let's get this done. Let's do it. Well, I think initially. For long, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, Aaron, I think initially, like, you had the idea. You brought it to me. No, I was obsessed with romance, and I was reading, like, four or five a week. I couldn't get enough. And I was just talking a lot to Pat about it because there was no one else around, and that's what <laughs> happens if you're married. And, and he was like, let me get I you had, a friend. Exactly. He's like, I got this guy who's not doing anything. Yeah. Clayton really seems to respond to you. No, but Clayton and I, had we had worked together for a while, and so we were, like, independent friends. And then um, I think we were yeah, – I think we were at a party, and you asked me about romance. Mm-hmm. And then that sort of turned into, like, a germ of an idea of us doing the podcast together – but I think at first I was nervous because I'm like, I don't want this to be like I'm making fun of romance or because like there are parts that are ridiculous and we all know that the ridiculous parts and those are really fun. But I'm like, I don't want it to be just like dragging because also it's like I was very Kodiak freestyle. Um, yeah, like, yeah. It's <laughs> awesome. And I wish it did exist because I would buy it right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. 
and then yeah and and then we talked about it and I sort of realized that Clayton like is a very sensitive person and he's a very thoughtful person and so I sort of knew if we did do this he would not be just trying to drag something for a joke I mean Clayton you really do like it's amazing how how well you've integrated into this world um and really, like in well, I, like in a thoughtful way, you're you always have something really fascinating, some really fascinating perspective. Oh, I appreciate that. And the thing is, is like I'm I like I always say I'm a guest in the house, so I try to not that I don't want to state my opinion and like and and say what I truly feel like, but I think I think it's it's when you're in someone else's environment, you're your eyes are opened more, your ears are open more and your, your brain hopefully should be working more so that you can understand your surroundings and where you fit into it. And I think that's what this podcast does too, where I'm like, this is an environment that is for other people, but how can, what can I like, how can I respect this, but also like gain knowledge from it. And I think that it's, it's helped me look at look at other things in a way that I normally didn't, which I think everybody should kind of try to do. Not necessarily do a romance podcast, but like something like that is always, I think, good. Just stretching your boundaries a little. But bit. But also, Clayton, like you're not yeah. you're not new anymore. Like you're one 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 of yeah, us. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't know if I can use the upstairs bathroom just yet. I'm okay with the one by the garage. Yeah. I remember That's when we were with funny. when I was on your podcast, we talked about four hundred level romance. Like, do you feel like you're there now? Like, I feel like I feel I like think reading so. romance, yeah. reading Alien. Once you cross into Aliens, yeah, yeah. that's you're done. With, you're, you're done. You're ready. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Aaron, do you have another question that we think you think we should answer? I think a good question would be: What is everybody reading this summer? What are they looking forward to reading this summer? I I don't know what I'm reading you guys. I've been I've been doing a lot of rereading. I think like coronavirus times just makes it really hard. Um I so and I have a bunch of arcs like kind of ready to go. Um there's a new Jenny Holiday book coming out next month called Paradise Cove that I just read that was really like like kind of heartbreaking like the um, lots of like content warnings. He's the heroes, um, had a child who died from flu mm. before his first birthday. And, um, it's, and he's really like, it's been years, but he's just like finally really recovering. And I mean, I cried a lot during that book and I am not a big crier. So if you're really looking to just like, I don't know, siphon off some of that, then that's fine. And then I've been rereading, a lot of I've been rereading the Hidden Legacy series. I also reread That's all of insane. Sarah's books on audio while I do puzzles. I've been like listening to a lot of books. How do I have time to reread when I read so much already? Um, I don't really do other things, you guys. I'm pretty. <laughs> that, I can bad. confirm. I, that. I, I like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't do other things. I read. What That's What it. about you guys? It, yeah, Erin. Do you have one that? Well, you're do you know what are you doing? For? Are you doing episodes all through the summer? We got, for, during uh, Pandy times, we got into just doing basically, like, we stopped banking. So I think for July, we might be doing, like, two books and a movie. Uh, and then, yeah, I think we're going to keep reading. So do you, yeah. what are you reading? Or have you announced what you have coming down the pike? 
Oh, we don't. Yeah, we don't. We were still solidifying the second July okay. book. There may be a book from one of our favorite ongoing series that we always go back to to reset. So if people know our podcast, they'll assume what that is. I'm going to read yeah. the uh, the how to uh, write a sex scene. That is now on my reading <laughs> oh, list. Oh, boy. <laughs> I think we need to do like maybe a mini app with just Claire's thoughts and opinions on... What is, isn't it called something like writing my heart or something ridiculous? I thought it was called, I would, I honestly thought it was called how I write a sex scene, but maybe, I don't know. It could, that could just be me like putting words in Diana Gabaldon's mouth. But I, that's, I'm definitely going to read that. And please, um, would you text me as you read that? Like just, just keep me posted. There would be a a running commentary. I would appreciate it. Yes. I feel like there's a lot of great books coming out in the next, well, Daring the Duke, obviously that's a big one. Already read, loved, we'll probably read again. The new Joanna Shoup is yes. out on Tuesday. That's what I was just Jack Mulligan. We just read um, The Prince of Broadway for ah, the podcast. Yes. Yeah, starring Clayton. Yeah, it was Clayton. That's right. Oh, yeah. That's a better Clayton, of course. That's a, yeah. Although that's Clayton your answer for the romance means, novel that has the Clayton. Yeah, Clayton was sad that Clayton wasn't more like Derek Craven, which was just such a, an impossible. I was like, that's standard. an impossible bar. Like, but it I makes feel sense. Like Clayton feels that way. I feel like that's your feedback on every book. I wish it was more like <laughs> different Derek Craven. And I think that's so. It's the it's the. T- I need to like get off that track because it's very unfair to all these like fabulous, talented writers that like. They're they're you know writing such great books that like it compare leads to despair obviously right so but the thing with Clayton is that he had so many things like me that I didn't like about myself that I initially didn't like him <laughs> because he's so I mean not to give anything away but he's very petty and he's like very revenge driven and I was like that's hitting very close to home here <laughs> like slights that people don't even realize that they did so you know that was why I was like oh I'm not a big fan because he's too much like me. I feel like that's happened a few times where you come in and you're like, can you believe this person and their ABC? And then by the end of the podcast, you're like, they're me. And yeah. I'm comfortable with it. That's now. why I'm <laughs> mad. <laughs> uh, I didn't know that you um had a had a vengeful streak. It's, it, it feels like a lot of romance heroes, probably. Yeah. It starts with you not liking them and ending with you feeling like a romance yes. hero. I, that's my journey. That's my journey on the podcast, usually. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a hero's journey, but it's it's a, it's a journey to self discovery. Yeah, Sarah. A lot of people in the chat are asking about the map next to you. Does it have like oh, a story or anything? It's London. Um, of course. I'll turn it. Um, it's um, it's an an old antique map that was a oh, gift. Cool. Um, it's it, it um it predates the bombings. Um, mm. But is after the fire, so um, so uh, it's it's London, and I'm actually starting. I mean, I'm sort of very early days in a new series, so it doesn't look like anything. But we'll come back to it maybe when I'm in like second or third book of Hell's Bells, and there will be stickies all over it that like because I map out everything that happens when I do a series, That's so. Cool. Um, I just so like, put look. Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Sarah. No. So I was just gonna say. So like, um, so this is the serpentine, the serpentine, and the um, uh, so where are we? So here's 
Charing Cross and Trafalgar Square. Um, and this is the Houses of Parliament. So um, you can sort of see like where the world is. This is the cathedral. Yeah. And the Thames, obviously. The dock. I just put my favorite. I I put a map of the Blitz on there. Has there, Have you ever guys ever seen that? Wait, I'm going to put it in there again. This chat is like moving at warp speed. And you can actually <laughs> see like the Blitz, like how many bombs were dropped. And it like, a lot. My oh my and it, re- it yeah. changed the whole map. The, this map. Yeah. This is not what London looks like anymore. Yeah. Um, wow. So. Yeah. So anyway, if you want to nerd out, check out that map because it's real depressing. <laughs> as you take a sip i know i'm like listen let me do my let me, let me teach you all something before we go yes <laughs> um should we do one last question yeah sure. let's do one more. one more wrap it up my map is not the most interesting thing yeah so we could do a question about clay pass oh i like this question about what's your least favorite trope i know it's kind of like a weird way oh. to end but Maybe sure. just because I want to say, Well, let's like, do that one and then maybe do a good one for the yeah. end. Okay. Secret oh, that's baby. a quick one. Secret baby. Sorry. I don't like it. Yep. Uh, I don't have the same feelings about secret baby. I'm fine with it. I like it when it comes. I like I it when men really are blindsided to... by babies, but. I think it's just hard to do well. Oh, yeah. I don't like it when babies are on the page in romance, which is a problem. <laughs> also causes a problem for, for Clayton's request because, I mean, in order for one, there has to be the other. Sure. That is yeah. true. So, um, it's a sticky wicket. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, mine wicket. is, I have two. Um, anybody who listens to Faded Mates knows that my number one spies. least loved uh, trope is spies. I don't I don't read books with spies in them. Don't recommend me Joanna Bourne. I know she's a beautiful writer, but I just don't read them. Um, and also Friends to Lovers is really hard for, it's a hard sell for me. Okay. Aaron, what's what's your what's your least? I think I would echo friends to lovers, and then also second chance romance. Mm. With the caveat that it sort of depends on why they had to break up at the first part. Mm. Like I think if they're if they're broken yeah. up by just like society, then I'm in. I'm here again. The magic, obviously, I'm in. But if it's <gasps> again like, the magic. Um, but if it's just sort of like, oh, we kind of stopped dating and then I came back to my small town and now I'm dating my, the high school quarterback, I don't, then I'm like, all right, all right. Yeah. I'm happy for you, but I don't need to read it. You want angst, though. That's what you want. You just don't want it to be easy. No. I want Like, again, the magic. Me. I mean, he comes back and he's like so angry with her. Yeah, yeah, so good in the oh, fair. What a in the woods. dummy! What a <laughs> dummy he is. The two of them, though, she is not. Yeah, we're no. gonna do again the magic on the podcast eventually, mm-hmm. and you, I have words for her. Again, the magic has. I'm not ashamed to say it. You heard it here first. The best secondary love story in all of romance. Yeah, wow. period. Nobody has ever written a secondary love story like that one. It's really good. And that yeah. is the challenge with that book is the secondary love story is so good that the first one, like, it almost overshadows Ooh. the primary yeah. love story. Again, the magic. Someone said what book? It's Again, the Magic by Lisa Claybosk. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm and sometimes I pick up that book. It's on my keeper shelf. And sometimes I just pick it up and read those to chapters. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that's it's yeah, it's fantastic all around. But maybe then our last question. Oh, Nancy to Sarah. Uh, will Cecily Talbot get her own book? I can't tell you yet. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I guess uh, that's the answer, right? I was going to say, what yes, is that? I know, I was like, that yet? It's kind of the answer. That yet? Um, there is a plan. Everything in the McLean Cinematic Universe is planned. Mm-hmm. If you have a question about someone, there is an answer, and sometimes you just have to wait. It's yeah. on the back of that England map. You flip it around. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like National Treasure. <laughs> yes. It's Sarah's plan right underneath there. There you go. We're going to break in later, and I'm going to show it to everybody. Somebody just called it the MCCU. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's awesome. Call your friends at uh, Netflix, everyone. I'd wear a hat that said MCCU. All right. As now you said it. it. You heard it here first. Next time, that rosé hat out the window. Well, that and the Paris hat from 365 Days, which people know if they listen to 365 Days. Where she's I just haven't on the listened boat. to your episode yet. Dude, I mean, oh. is it today? Is it today? Yesterday's episode? It was yesterday's episode. Yeah. Oh, I cannot <laughs> wait. I cannot. Yeah. It's a it's a lot. It's a ride. Can I just I, say to everybody? Um, I part of why I'm so behind on everybody's podcast is because I no longer leave my house, and so I am <laughs> so grateful to all of you for finding time to like make yeah. time to listen to us blather at you. I mean, by us, I mean Jen and me. Clayton and Aaron are it's very amazing. organized yeah. and don't yeah. blather. Well, we also blather, and yes. we appreciate anyone who ever listens. We're always shocked. <laughs> oh, somebody's also asking about Benedict. Sarah. Oh, God. <laughs> he's... Looks in, you he's, guys. He's, he's fine. Happy. And he's also fine. now... Benedict doesn't he's need like a, 50. He's so boring. He's so... Like, he's happy and married and happy. Silver Fox? Okay. No, it's All right, fine. It's fine. We didn't get to see it, though. So did it it's, happen? I'll put him... He'll dance by at a ball in the next book. It'll be fine. <laughs> there you go. Bam. Like the doctor in Rogue Not Taken, which is my favorite. He just shows up later married. And it's great. He- um, <laughs> but he has... He's important. He tur- He's like a very key figure in Bare yeah, Knuckle Bastards. Sure. Yeah, yeah, he is. True. Sure. I just love whenever he shows up, I just start smiling because he's so over it. And I just love a very handsome person who's like, just, I know. Just like wash your fucking shit, everybody. What's wrong with you people? Like, yeah, he's great. Lord of beauty. He's amazing. I like this question about name your favorite favorite Clayposs hero that is, that is not, not Craven. Craven or St. Vincent. My second favorite yeah. Clayposs hero is not St. Vincent. So that's easy. Yeah, okay. Who's Mine yours? is um, Matthew from uh, Scandal in Spring. The American mm. who returns. That's a, I've loved you so long. That's so good. Oh, that ending? Oh, my God. The ending of that book when, like, the thing happens and then the heroine, Daisy, is crying. She is sobbing in her, like, bedroom. And then it all resolves itself. In this, like, magnificent, like, heart, like, oh, my God. It's like Lisa is just carving your heart out of your chest. I am going to go with Jack Devlin from Suddenly You. good choice. I always really liked kind of what a scamp he was. And also, infamously, the one where Jenny Nordback from Wicked Wallflowers was like, there's butt stuff in that book. And I was like, in a Lisa Claypot's book? No, there was not. And then uh, we read it, and I was like, yeah. oh, oh, 
There is. Yeah. Well, bro. Jack is also bit. such yeah. a good name. I've never written yeah, a it's Jack. Great. He's and a great I gotta, character. I got to get on that. I I got to say Cam. Oh, Cam is my Cam. number two. Yeah. I love because he, he's like the yeah. opposite of me, which I like mm-hmm. too. Like he's just free and like, you know, things brush off his shoulder. You know, he's got that whole thing where he lucks into money and um, he's annoyed by it because he's not supposed to have a lot of money, but he always has these big windfalls. Yeah. I just like his style and I like his his way of living. You like which the I think cut of his jib? I love the cut of his jib, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so Cam Very is probably young. my number two. Aaron? Well, my favorite, and this is a shout out to Clay Claiborne, who's on the this episode, but American. Mm, that is Kate. That's, that's Kate's a- favorite Cleopas, uh, yeah. I think. He's so angsty. He's so he's so angsty. He's so over the top, and that is also the book I think second to like Dreaming of You that I will go back just to read sections of where I'm like I just need that hit, and I love it so much. And he's he's ridiculous, and I love it. I don't think I read that one. What? Okay. Mm. Have you not read the Hathaway books? Me at Sunrise. I haven't. Wow. They're in like the vault. They're in like the in break breaking case of emergency clay Oh my staff. gosh, Jen. Wow. I know. I did not know that I, about I, you. Yeah. It's like Eric not having seen Con Air. <laughs> Cyrus the virus. Uh, <laughs> oh, check out the audiobooks. That's a good idea. While I'm doing puzzles, I can listen to them. Yeah, the Hathaways, I would say. The Hathaway Lady Over the Wallflowers were my favorite. Ellen's, Ellen is like, we're in a pandemic. Now is the time. Yeah, yeah. This is the break <laughs> when there's an emergency. I know, you're Nicole, right. too. I, I, we're in the middle of a pandemic. How is this not an emergency? Right. You think it's going to get worse, like, which is possible. And a pandemic I have, and I have so many books in my TBR that if I go buying more, it will actually like become sentient and come to my home. And, it. you know. Yeah, that's, that's wild. Um, wild revelations here. Sorry. What do we want to do for last one? Do you want to? I guess w- you guys have already recommended Anne Aguirre to everybody. Because um, I was going to say, do we want to do a recommendation, like a, a book, a great book we read recently? Um. Yeah. So can... let me. Uh, I will. I want to. How about that? Um. I yeah. just read. I was just introduced, and if Adriana Herrera were here, she would be yelling in the chat, because um, she swears she told me to read Jody Slaughter last year, <laughs> and um, and I I did not I I have no recollection of this, but I just read Jody Slaughter's All Things Burn, which first of all, like the just the the title, like what a great title. Um, the heroine is um, being stalked by an ex boyfriend um and she goes to the police and the police are like we can't help you so but the stalker is threatening her sister and her sister's children and so she's like i have to take matters into my own hands so she hires a hitman um and then falls in love with him and it Mm. is really terrific it's so sexy and then, um, oh, God, it's just so good. Talk about taking the finger. And then, um, so, and she has all these other books. So I, I didn't answer the what am I going to read this summer question, but that is my answer. I have loaded up the Kindle with Jody Slaughter books. Yeah. Nice. So. I, my 
a book series that I absolutely love is uh, Kerrigan Burns' Victorian Rebel series. Mm. Somebody in the chat asked for a disabled heroine, and the Duke with the Dragon Tattoo has a fantastic disabled heroine, physically disabled. Um, and so she has a book coming out, A Dark and Stormy Night, that I got the arc of, and I absolutely loved it and tore through it. And it's the one character in the series that you've sort of seen getting dumped on for basically six books, and then finally it's his book where he gets to stand in the sun. So I, I like that. And um, if you've already read... Daring and the Duke and the what is the Joanna's the Devil of Downtown. De- I, I was gonna say the Duke of Downtown, and I knew it wasn't right as I was thinking it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Then that's another really great one. Kerrigan is like in the DNA, like the Lisa Kleypas arm of the romance tree. It has mm-hmm. like I actually think like Kerrigan lives up there in that arm. I live up there in that arm. Joanna lives up there in that arm. It's like a it's a good yeah. it's a good arm to live up in. Yes, sure. Maybe my favorite arm. I love that arm. <laughs> um, I'll go with a little swing on that arm. I can hang out all day. Where does LK Nova, the author of Grind and Bear at Kodiak Freestyle number one, uh, what arm do they dwell That's on? A- they're skateboarding. I don't know. It's like a different place, I guess. I think they're under the tree. They're they're the roots. They're the they're the root of the tree. A man, a man root. Yeah, they're the man root. Absolutely. <laughs> the man root of the tree. They, that's there you where go. they are. Um, yeah. Do you guys have anything that you want to announce coming up or this summer? Anything for the podcast or just how people can find you? Um, you are. You guys have have all seen this live, but we're releasing the recording of this podcast um, while Jen and I are on sort of mini break. We're going to take two weeks mm-hmm. off at the beginning of August. Is that right? No, end of July. End of July. Sorry, we don't even know. We're taking two weeks <laughs> off, um, the end of July, and then we're coming back in August with season three. And we don't really know. I mean, we have some thoughts it's on how okay. we're going to frame. It's we'll frame idea. season three in some way. <laughs> we yeah, haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> but we'll be, yeah, we'll have some things that'll kind of come out. Things like we've done like this that we have recordings of. So that you'll still get content, but it won't be like kind of read-alongs with books. So it'll be fine. Nice. Yep. Love it. And I have and a book out gonna... next week. Yes. yes. It's amazing. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. Brotherly banter. Mm. Uh, the and... outside comes inside. <laughs> oh, I, you know, you I made cut that. that. Sound Let's cut it. Gross. That... <laughs> yeah, I was. not I was trying to make it sound like uh, uh, nice and it's quaint. Like mysterious. Like a movie in the nineties. The outside comes inside. Oh wait, and I have I picked five winners just literally randomly, like scrolling because I was like, well, after the chat's gonna disappear, and then I won't know, and I don't have email addresses. I don't know what's going on. Pat probably does. He seems very organized. Um, Well, and I told chat, I was like, can you grab this chat because it was so fast moving. I kind of want to go back and read it, but. like but i will be sent to him at the end okay well can i just so but so then should we randomize or should i just do these five we'll randomize maybe that'll be fairer but i wasn't i wasn't yeah Yeah. i wasn't cheating i just scrolled but yes perfect yeah okay well sorry you guys you probably didn't win then Thank you, everybody, for coming. Know, like, we had a great time. People. Yeah, this was wonderful. Yeah, it was amazing. Thank you guys yeah, so much. Yeah, we do it again yes. sometime, yeah. you guys. 100%. I mean, let's all get together to do the rest of these yeah. questions. Yeah, so let's do just, ones. like, an AMA yeah, episode. 
That'd be fun for sure. Yeah, so fun. Okay. Love it. All right. Thanks so much, everybody. Bye, guys. Thank you. Thank guys. you. Bye. Bye, Sarah's book. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Daring in the Duke. <laughs> <laughs>